We are in Come Follow Me, week 40, which is Isaiah chapters 50 through 57. And what stood out to me was this whole reference to marriage and the church being the bride and Christ being the bridegroom. And I'll never forget, we went down to Education Week, I think it was at one point in time, and I got to hear Anthony speak on, Anthony Sweat speak on Isaiah. And he opened it in a way I had never thought of before. But one of the things he talked about was this marriage. And he talked about marrying his wife. And I've made reference to this before. So if you've heard this, this will be familiar. He, he talked about marrying his wife. And when he got engaged, being so excited knowing what she brought to the table and he said she was very spiritual, she had a beautiful voice, she was outgoing, she was smart, she was kind to other people. He named all these things and he put them on his hand as he would go finger by finger naming all the things she was. And then he said, I brought to the table and he held up his other hand and he held up one finger, my height. I could reach things from high places that she could not reach. And that's what I brought to the table. And then he laughed and he put the two hands together and he said, together, we became the sweats. So now I could be known as a sweat, as someone who was kind, outgoing, smart, had a knowledge of the scriptures and could reach high things. And then he said this, when we get sealed in the temple, there are still these gaps as he's holding up his two hands together and the fingers in between each other. There are still these gaps. But we take on us when we are sealed Christ's name. We become his. And we become everything he is. And so now I am known for being anything Christ is by following him and being sealed to him and wanting that in my life for him to be a partner. So I am known for healing. I am known for reaching out to those on the fringes. Excuse me. I am known for grace. I am known for love. I am known, and he went through and named all of these Christ-like attributes that when we are sealed in the temple, fill in those gaps. All the good things we bring to the table, all the good things our spouse brings to the table, and all that Christ brings in who is perfect that fills in all the gaps. And in a way I had never understood before, I understood Isaiah, and it really opened my mind. And so I want to take that understanding to this as we read these chapters. And it starts right in chapter 50, verse 1. And it says, Thus saith the Lord, Where is the bill of your mother's divorcement? Whom have I put to whom have I put thee away? Or which of my creditors is it to whom I have sold you? And he's basically saying, did I divorce you? And I'm unaware of this because I have not divorced you. I have not given you paperwork to sign and cut you off. We may walk away from him, but he has not walked away from us. So as long as we are pursuing that oneness with him in that covenant marriage relationship, 
then he will not put us away. And I love that. Verse 11, this was really cool. Um, Behold all ye that kindle a fire, that compass yourselves about with sparks, and walk in the light of your fire and in the sparks that you have kindled. And what I have written there is with him, without him. And I love that thought of, I don't want to know what I am without him. I always think of the Lamanites when they chose to go away, Laman and Lemuel. And it says they became their own. They were on their own. He left them to themselves. That's what it said. He left them to themselves. I don't want to know what I am without God. I have no clue. I know he has strengthened me, fortified me, made me capable of doing any number of things. And when I get back to heaven, I'm going to know even more there than I know here what he has done in my life. I have no desire to know how incapable I am without him. And that, I just love that. With him, without him. I want to be with him. Okay, I love in 51 verse 11, and it says this, Come with singing unto Zion. Everlasting joy shall be upon their head. Gladness and joy, sorrow and mourning shall flee away. And I love that it's, it just basically tells us that that is where joy is found, is in that covenant. Come to him. He makes up what we lack. He makes us more. And we will have gladness and joy. And our sorrow and our mourning will flee away for our weaknesses and our imperfections. And then verse 16, I have put my words in thy mouth. I have covered thee in the shadow of my hand. He has protected us. He has made us more. That's what he brings to the table. 52, and I love this. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. What is our strength? Him. Put on thy beautiful garments. That's him. He is the garment. That is his power. We put him on our shield, our protection, We put him on the holy city for henceforth there shall no more come unto thee uncircumcised and unclean. We are purified and made more through him. And then I love this verse three. You have sold yourselves for naught. You're the one who walked away. You're the one who gave all of that up for nothing. Verse seven How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace. And what I have written here is, you'll remember the story in 3 Nephi when Christ asked the disciples what one thing they want. And nine of them say they want to be twinkled at the age of 72, which I have always said would be what I want. Three of them don't even dare to utter it. But they want to stay. They have become so one with him and have so experienced the joy of bringing others to the feet of the Savior, to God, to knowing truth. And as I read that this last time that I was teaching it, it came so clearly to me. No, Aaron, you're wrong. You wanted that. All of you who are here striving to follow me, to lead others, you are in the winding up scenes. In the sea of wickedness, you are the salt. You wanted what they wanted. And that was the same desire the Savior wanted. To bring others to a knowledge of me 
and peace and the gospel and covenants. And I love that. And then I love in verse eight, the watchman, thy watchman shall lift up the voice and with the voice together shall they sing for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. That's the watchman, our prophet, our apostles, our leaders in the church and conferences coming and they will sing and we will see it. We will know what they are telling us. I love that. Okay. And then I love verse 11. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. And I have that with putting on the garments. Be ye clean. Be there. Put the Savior on and be his. Be one with him. That covenant relationship. And I love in 12. The Lord will go before you. And the God of Israel will be your rearward. He will be on your right and your left, and he will go and fight the battle for us. 15, for that which they had not, which had not been told them, they shall see. And that which they had not heard, they shall consider. And I love that because it's every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. And we all will know that Jesus is the Savior and that the plan is real and that the only way to get there is through him in this marriage covenant. Okay, 53, verse 5. With his stripes we are healed. And again, I go back to 3rd Nephi and where the Savior comes and he says he will heal them. They're pleading for him not to go away. And he says, bring ye, bring to me any that need to be healed. Have ye any blind, lame, and I, t I remember saying this before, but I taught my seminary kids, would you not wait until all those with things that needed to be healed that you could see were healed? And then maybe you'd wait till those with things you didn't know mentally, physically were healed. And then wouldn't you go for a blessing? And I would always say to them, I would point at my kids and say, you need a blessing, get up there. This is what I want fixed in you. But even in myself, I would want a blessing. And so I love that. With his stripes, we are healed, all of us. And six, all like sheep have gone astray. That's us. And you've heard that sheep are horrid, but they know their master. And all of us are like sheep. That is the perfect way to describe us. We have all turned everyone to our own way, our own fire, our own flame. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He has done this marriage covenant. He has done the atonement and through him we are cleansed. Okay, 54 verse 1. And this is so interesting. For more are the children of the desolate, the empty, those who do not follow him, those of the world, than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. We are the salt. We are few in number. And we are here to have beautiful feet on the mountain that lead them to happiness and peace and to a knowledge of the Lord. There are so many searching. Verse 5, for thy maker is thy husband, the Lord of hosts. And I love verse 6, a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife of youth, when thou wast refused, who took us when no one else would, God. God did, and he is our husband, the Lord of hosts. And then verse 13, and thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children, the knowledge of the Lord, the knowledge of his gospel, the knowledge of the covenants, 
That is how they have peace. And 16, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, that bringeth forth the instrument for his work. I have created the waster to destroy. It is his plan. That is how we are refined. And I loved when Uchtdorf said, COVID did not catch the Lord by surprise. It is all his plan. And that's followed by 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall he condemn. And I just think that's so, shalt thou condemn. It's so important we know where our strength is. And then in 55 verse 3, again, this covenant, I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Verse 6, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Do not waste the days of our probation. Seek him. 12, for ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And then 56 Verse 4 and 5, For thus saith the Lord unto the eunuchs that keep my Sabbath, and choose the things that please me, that take hold of my covenant. And the reason it says eunuchs is people who may be thought of as less, right? Who are lacking, which is all of us. We are all sheep that have gone astray. Verse 5, I will give you my, I will give in mine house and within my walls a place and a name. The marriage covenant, we will be known as his, by his name, better than sons and daughters. I will give an everlasting name that ye shall not be cut off. Love that. And then seven and eight, make them joyful in my house. They shall be called, um, let's see, a house called an house of prayer for all people. That's for everyone. Eight, gather the outcasts. I will gather others to him. And again, it's that reference back to eunuchs, anyone lacking all. That promise is for everyone. And I want to end in 57. In eight and nine, here's this reference again of being unfaithful. Verse eight, for thou hast discovered thyself to another. Thou hast enlarged thy bed. Thou wentest to the king with ointment and increased thy perfume, which just means you went to others and were unfaithful. 13. He that putteth his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit mine holy mountain. All we have been told that is the Lord's, we stand to inherit with him, to dwell with him eternally. Gods and goddesses. 18 and 19. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will lead him. 19. Peace, peace to him that is far off and to him that is near. I will heal him. And that gave such an imagery for me of people who are far off on the path, people who haven't even found the path, and those of us who are near. And I love, um, love this, that it's all. Alma, the very vilest of sinners, what did he become with God? He became the prophet. And so I love that Anthony Sweat opened my whole understanding to marriage and this way that Isaiah so beautifully portrays this relationship we have with this Savior. And if you think of the parable of the virgins with their oil coming, because the bridegroom cometh. We will be prepared, and he has told us we will be his, and we will be known by his name, and everything he is identified as 
we will be known as. And that is beautiful. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.